Row Along, a friendly voice in your ear to motivate, coach and entertain you through each indoor rowing workout as we row along together. I set the stroke rate and the training pace based on your current 2,000 metre time. Just set your monitor to just row and start and stop when I tell you. For more info and to check out the YouTube videos, go to rowalong.com. Hi there, welcome along to another workout for you to row along to. It's the 5K plan. Here we go, week one, session one. And we're going to start how we mean to go on. We're going to do six four-minute intervals with two minutes rest in between. Your stroke rate, well, I'm just going to say it's your 5K rate. Now, for me, that's 28 strokes per minute. So if you're going to follow along with me for stroke rate, that's what we'll be doing. But if you have a preferred stroke rate, then you stick to that. Pace-wise, well, it's going to be your 2K pace plus maybe 6 to 8, which kind of works out as your 5K pace plus around about 1 to 3. If you want to start off on the lower end and then see if you can get faster as we get through the six intervals, then by all means do. Okay, I'll talk more about the whole reasoning behind this as the first session as we get through things. But for the time being, let's get into our warm-up. Now, first off, set up your machine. Set the drag factor where you want it to be. If you don't know about drag factor, then check out the video on this channel saying, what it is and kind of where you might want to set it. Put your monitor to eye height so you don't have to look up and you don't have to look down so you should just be able to look straight forward with a good neutral chin as you row and your foot straps should cover the bottom lace of your shoe, the straight one, not the zigzaggy one. Or if you're in socks like me, when you put your foot in you should be able to hinge forward at the front properly without it trapping your feet. Okay, here we go then. So a four minute warm up. I'm going to do run about 18 strokes a minute. I'll talk you through what we're going to do as we do this. So just follow me, okay? So here we go in three, two, one, go. Now remember, this is a warm up. You're not setting in your records here. Oops, you might want to hold on to your handle though. I don't think I've ever done that in my life. But yeah, so you might be doing this in your lunch break. You might just have come home from work. You might just have woken up in the morning. It doesn't really matter when you're doing it. Today's session is going to be quite a rough and tough one because you're going to be very close to your 5k pace and you're going to be holding it for well, a total of 24 minutes of rowing. Which is going to be a, a tough ask. This is why you've got your two minutes um, rest in between and why it's slightly less than 5k pace. Right, so as we finish this first minute of the warm-up, start to have a little bit of thought about what's going on with your body. Are you driving from the legs to get power into the stroke rather than just pulling with your arms? Do you have a forward lean at the front which you hold? Or transferring into a backward lean at the back of the stroke. Arms straight, core engaged, arms nice and relaxed. Making sure to get the handle over your knees before you bend your knees for the recovery. Okay, so in one more stroke's time, let's take a foot out, plant it on the floor, 
and then single leg rowing. This should help you get that good solid drive from your legs. You'll get the, hopefully get the body position right for the front of the machine. You shouldn't go too much slower doing single leg rowing. I've dropped about five seconds. Right, swap feet. Let's see if I'm the same pace on this side as well. Yeah. So just make sure and push the machine away with your leg that's in the straps. Two more strokes here. One more. And then let's put both feet back in. Slight bend to the legs. And then just swing your back and pull in your arms. And then put out your arms and swing forwards. So you're just rocking through your hips. Try and engage that core at the back. It's more a guide to me than it is to you, to be honest. It's one of my biggest issues is slumping my lower back at the back of the stroke. Okay, reverse it. So arms straight and drive with the legs. Don't have to go to town on a leg drive. This is more about right, right at the very front of the machine as you pick up the flywheel snapping into it so you don't have to worry about the full leg drive here just arm straight and just catch the flywheel there we go all done well, not all done it's the warm-up done so keep on moving up and down the rail have a quick drink if you want to do some light rowing just to continue while I talk one more time what we're gonna to do today please do because you need to make sure you're nice and warm for today's session Okay then, so one more time, what we're doing today is six intervals of four minutes with two minute rest in between. You're gonna be doing them at, well, if you follow me, 28 strokes per minute, and your pace is gonna be 2K plus six to eight, uh, which equates to 5K plus one to three. Now, as far as your monitor is concerned, you can either set up the intervals and row along with me um, with the exact rest, but we might fall slightly out of time. So what you're best to do is set the rest for undefined rests if you're wanting to do the intervals on your monitor. Safest thing to do, to be honest, is just to go just row and row with me and start and stop when I do it. But if you want accountability to come back and look at your monitor another time, then set it for four minute intervals with undefined rests. And then with about 10, 15 seconds to go before starting the next interval, you press the button to say ready for the next interval. Okay, so that's kind of, otherwise we'll end up out of sync just the way the PM works. Don't worry about it. Anyway, so it is an intense session because we're up there close to 5k rate so expect this to be quite tough but it's only four minutes long and then you get recovery and then it's quite tough and it's four minutes long and you get a recovery okay so this is about maintaining uh your 5k rate over a period of time anyway we'll talk about that more in mostly in the rest periods in between uh, because at 28 strokes a minute and 2k plus six to eight i don't know how much i've got to speak to you anyway Right, are you ready for this? Have you had a drink? You're nice and warm. Make sure you're warm. This is a higher stroke rate, so yeah. Okay, so let's get ready to go in three, two, one, go. Try and get your pace 
and rates as quick as possible. Right, so that's me at comfortably at 28 strokes a minute. 2K plus 5 right now, so I'm gunning a bit too hard. The good thing about the higher rate is as long as you're putting in your leg drive, the pace will come. It's going to have a balance between leg power, stroke rate to generate a good fast pace. Remember we're doing these intervals as a kind of a slight um, example of what it will feel like when you actually row your 5k. A little bit slower, but then with the six intervals, you'll probably be rowing slightly longer than you would for your 5k. I realize not all of you will be, but. Okay, so we're approaching, two minutes gone. Shouldn't feel too tough yet. Just make sure to get that power coming out from your legs rather than fighting the machine and thinking it's all about your biceps. So nice straight arms at the front to let the power from your leg drive transfer up through your body and then into the handle and into the flywheel. One minute to go. Shouldn't need to back off. You should feel as though you're putting in a good amount of effort, but when you see there's only 30 seconds to go, you should be fine. Alright, 20 seconds. Not long. Don't ease up though. You'll get a rest in 10 seconds. One more? No. There we go. First one done. 
feels quite frantic at 28, but your pace should be manageable, should be fine. Of course, as we get through, I think by the time we get to halfway, it'll start to feel tougher. And I finished it, let's see, about 148 heart rate on that one. I'll try and remember, call it out a little bit more, just for those people that like the data of heart rate. So I said, according to ErgZone, the app I'm using, um, that was what, 73% of my max. Max being, I think in this it's 178 rather than my actual 185, but anyway. So I'd say 145, 48, and I'm already down at 68, 67, 66. So this recovery time, especially in the first couple of intervals, is fine for, for a cardio recovery point of view. Your muscles might take a little bit of a battering. Let's get strapped in again if you're not already. And then if you've done the undefined rest thing, press the ready for next interval button or start next interval, whatever it says. Ready to go. Because we're starting in 10, 9, 8, 7, 6, 5, 4, 3, 2, 1, go. Same thing again, 28 strokes a minute, 2k plus 6 to 8, or 5k plus 1 to 3 if you have a 5k time that you're working from. If you've already done a 5k test and your current PB is an average of 150 then you should be doing this at between 151 and 153 I have to make sure and get into the groove quick as possible for stroke rate and your pace they're only four minute intervals so you don't want to spend the first minute of it trying to get into pace you want to get there as quick as possible Never stop thinking about technique. You don't have to punish yourself if you get it wrong, but just have a mental checklist about your body position and whether you're relaxed or powerful. So, body leans into one o'clock at the front, trying not to do my usual over lean, 
and then holding that forward lean as you get into the start of the drive and about half to three quarters of the way through the leg drive swing your back from that one o'clock position at the front to 11 at the back and of course as you start the recovery get back into that one o'clock forward lean quickly as possible but making sure not to be jerky about it remember your legs good solid drive push that machine away from you much easier to visualize on slides or a dynamic machine but just think about pushing it away with your feet two more strokes one more good job 152 heart rate which is 79% of my max so we're up there with this at least I am and if you compare it to yeah interval 1 was 73% shows I was definitely working harder on that interval than I was the first so that's usually as far for the performance for the sorry for the actual um, activity side of the intervals excuse me I tend to track my heart rate just for intensity just to see did I work harder the same or less I don't don't really do heart rate training in terms of percentages for zones it's not the way that I was kind of taught how to train. I've always done it pace-based. It's not to say that the heart rate zone thing isn't valid. It's very, very, very valid. In many ways, it's more valid than the 2K and 5K pace thing because it tracks to how your body is that day rather than just how it was four weeks ago when you did a 5K. But that's how I train, so that's how I train. And the flip side of that is recovery. It's how quickly my heart then goes back down. So what were, what were we, 152 when I stopped? And that's what 66 I'm at right now so that'll do right press your button if you're on undefined rest to get ready for the next interval same thing again in 10 9 8 7 6 5 4 3 2 1 go get up there as quick as possible This is about 
exposing you to close to your 5k rate and pace for the whole session. The thing you'll notice with a 2k training plan, hang on, got an itchy nose. Uh, uh. 2k training plans, you don't really spend much time at your 2k pace. It's all about building your foundation and then building your capacity for intensity to be able to go for your six to nine minute or whatever 2k test. Part of the reason for that is that if you train a lot at your 2k pace it's pretty much always a top tier training session which can lead to overtraining syndrome really quickly you're always fatigued your brain starts to just not enjoy it Whereas, because your average 5k is between, what, 17 and, say, 23 minutes. Yes, I know, you might go faster, you might go slower. But it's a good ballpark. But anyway, because it's so long, You need to train your capacity to maintain duration at intensity. And that's what we're doing today. We're at 5k rate. So you can get used to rowing at this pace. Oh, sorry, stroke rate. And then the pace is so that you get used to the upper levels of intensity without it actually being 5k pace or better. Those sessions tend to only happen once a week tops but even then tends to be wrapped around slightly slower paces 30 seconds to go fifteen Come on, drive for those legs. We're almost there. Two more. One more. Make sure to take that last stroke properly, powerfully. Don't just take a 
kind of a limp finish. You never know whether your final stroke will be the difference between 0.1 of a second that could be you in gold place or silver or worse, the difference between bronze and the bubble not placing at all. How's that one? 84%, didn't see the actual number, but got a figure, would have been nudging 160. If I was 79% at 152, 84%, it's gonna be closer to 160. But it's still coming down, that's a minute gone, and I'm 114. So basically, the reason I tack value to recovery is that how quickly your heart can recover after intensity is a great indicator of fitness. So when I'm unfit, I see it takes longer to come down. When my fitness is building up, I see that it comes down really quick or it comes down and goes lower. Remember to drink. You've got just under 25 seconds to have a quick drink. Nothing kills performance like dehydration. Press your button, there's 15 seconds to go. 10, 9, 8, 7, 6, 5, 4, 3, 2, 1, go. <clears throat> Okay, so get up there nice and quick. I'm at pace and rate already after only four strokes. I'd like it if you got there as well, nice and quick. Now as we get into this fourth interval and fatigue starts to set in, what tends to happen is various elements of your stroke get lazy. One of them being what your arms are doing. So make sure they're straight at the catch here. They stay straight as you drive with your legs. Only bending them as you send your elbows through for the finish. And it should be a nice strong finish as much as you'll hear people including me saying this isn't about pulling the handle at the end of the stroke it is so get that handle in squeeze your shoulder blades together handle comes to about sternum height, maybe a bit below, helps to engage your lats, whereas if you finish the handle too high, like this, What you're doing is using your forearms 
instead of your lats, which will tire a lot quicker. So your lats will last longer and they're more powerful. So if you can get into the habit of a lower finish, it's a good idea. And then when you finish pulling in with your arms, get that handle away nice and quick. So basically the speed you pull it in at, release it at. And then as your hands go forwards, get them, get your arms nice and straight and over your knees before your knees bend. All right, 25 seconds, come on. Keep pushing with those legs. Good solid drive. Get your heels down and push. Last one. All right. Did that with one second on the clock for that last stroke, so didn't really get much out of that one. Oh. 164. 86% of max. So, got figure anaero anaerobic threshold stuff now, where it's taking me right up into the anaerobic stage, tickling that point, but then we stop and recover. So you build up through all of the heart rate zones and you get up to anaero anaerobic-ish, not quite anaerobic, but tickling it. You're there for a little while, but then you stop, recover, and go back up again. And this hump going in like that is perfect for developing your fitness. It's also really good for fat loss. It's a great way to get the afterburn of your body after the session to continue to burn calories. It's basically a high intensity interval workout. Basically, it's about, I mean, it's slightly longer because you're doing it for four minutes, but with the four minutes on, two minutes off, you get that up and down work, recover thing. So this is a great way to keep your body guessing. You don't do this all the time, but then you don't also do low, long, slow ones all the time because your body gets used to that as well. All right. We have 15 seconds to go, so press your button if you're on undefined rests. Two more intervals to go. Next one starts in seven, six, five, four, three, two, one, go. Now this should be, these two intervals, you should be thinking, oh crikey, I've still got two intervals to go 
I'm working quite hard now. And that's the point, this is meant to be a hard session. This isn't a killer session. This won't leave you on the floor afterwards. But it's definitely harder than a bottom tier session. It's meant to be hard. You're meant to not struggle, but you should be happy that there are only four minute intervals with rests. Unlike the bottom tier ones that are like 40 minutes at 20 strokes per minute and a slow pace and designed to get you to the end while giving a good workout but not at no point should you feel that you can't complete the bottom tier ones and if you do feel that you can't complete a bottom tier then back off the training pace you're much better to go five seconds slower and complete it without it feeling terrible than trying to hold your pace and only making it halfway through because it feels too hard to continue and that counts for your cardio system and your muscles you could have really powerful muscles but if your cardio gives up then you'll have to ease off or sometimes if you're on a very low drag factor a slight nudge up might help it's the same with muscles where if you're at too high a drag factor your legs and arms could go on you before your cardio does in which case ease up a bit lower the drag factor a bit and then enough time doing those bottom tiers you'll hopefully train your fitness cardio and muscular to be able to complete them one more stroke good job 164 again so I'm basically at the shelf now 
where any more intensity is likely to blow my lid, send me right up into top tier. So if I'm 164, that gives me 20 beats headroom to get up into my max. And so I don't want to, don't really want to burst this 164 point because then I'll be training too hard. This is right up there. This is kind of that intensity. It's kind of where I want to be for an entire 5K until about the 1K to go point and then the 500 meters to go point where I'll progressively be going faster and faster. So that last 1K, that's when you hit your max on a 5K test. You don't do it from the start. Well, you can do it right from the start, hit max if you wish, but bear in mind you've got 10 minutes or 20 minutes of rowing to do. So if you blow your chips too soon, you might have to back right off and then you don't have to sprint at the end and blah, blah, blah. So this session is going to get you fitter and faster and stronger. So it's kind of the ideal session, really. Right, press your button for the final interval. If you're on undefined rest and we're going in 10, 9, 8, 7, 6, 5, 4, 3, 2, 1, go. Right, so I said a few intervals ago, that as fatigue sets in, your stroke will start to break up. So let's just spend this last interval trying to hone our thoughts for our technique so we can finish strong. So make sure your arms are straight at the catch and then get them straight again as the release over your knees. If you can think about getting them straight over your knees, that's all you ever have to think about for arms. All that and keeping them straight during the drive. Like a back rock, one o'clock at the front, 11 at the back. Swinging through the hips. Back and forwards. Try and have a powerful back. Engaged core. Don't over lean at either end. Just one to 11. Get those shins vertical at the front of the stroke at the catch vertical shins good compression knees tickling your armpit here if you have hairy armpits send those heels down into the footplate and 
push the machine away with a solid leg drive. Get your leg drive finished before your hands finish. That way you won't have to yank yourself to a stop on the foot straps. Remember your core at the back of the stroke. One minute to go. Come on. Solid leg drive. Listen to the machine accelerate as you hit the catch. Your pace should be unwavering or better than it was when you started. Come on. Twenty seconds. <clears throat> Ten seconds. Almost there. Finish strong. Last stroke. Well done. That's a tough old session. Five of them. Would have made that manageable. The last one, oh, heart rate turned off. Well, I was 90%, so 164 was 84%. So figure, probably about 170, in fact. Let's just check the memory. List by date 168. So I went. 43, 53, 59, 62, 64, 168. So it shows that that last one kind of sunk its teeth in slightly. Let's just do a good old fashioned cool down. Oh, nothing fancy, just. Nope, oh, still stuck in the memory screen. Come on. That's better. So I'm up at around 20 strokes per minute. 2K plus 30 right now. I'm just easing myself down. I actually got used to doing 2 minutes 15 for a cooldown because of how we do cooldowns on the RoPro software. Where you either set 2k or 9 minutes and if you do the 2k you try and finish it in 9 minutes or if you do 9 minutes you try to cover 2k in that so 2.15 is the sweet spot for a cooldown although I do realise that a lot of you your main session is 2.15 so everyone's different a lot of you will be faster than me 
I'll be faster than some of you. Doesn't matter. It's how you're getting on for yourself. Are you getting faster than you? That's all that really matters. Anyway, so that's week one, session one. Done. Session two is a long, slow session. Just to let you recover and build that foundation up. I'm still adding these as we go, so you'll find it's going to take a while for the entire 5k plan to populate. But if you go to the website, rollong.com 5000 mm dash plan, so 5000 is numbers mm for meters dash plan. That gives you info about the plan and it'll also give you an idea of some of the sessions or at least the order so when you go mid low fast low mid it's basically the order for the five sessions a week so you can pick any from my channel and do them for the time being and maybe if you want you can tweak either the intensity or the duration to kind of make it more like a 5k training rather than the 2k training that most of the ones on the channel are but you'll be fine if you just pick this order and then when you see my new ones for the 5k plan pop up, you do them, then you're going to be building forward. Don't worry about it. You can, you can basically still do the 2k plan, right, is what I'm saying, and improve your 5k time. It's only sessions like this that give you that kind of lasting sensation of intensity that you don't really get in the 2k. I mean, you do get a whole bunch of the six times five minutes and whatever in 2k. But this gives you the feeling of being at the pace you're going to be rowing at, rather than it being overblown. Anyway, I'm waffling. So... Check out the rollalong.com website for info about the 5k plan. Check out more of the videos on the channel. Make sure and subscribe. Make sure and leave comments. Um, send me Christmas, Christmas presents. And no, um, and that's it. So um, I don't really think of a hashtag today. I don't really think there's anything. Let's just call it. I tell you what, let's go for an a apprentice thing. Let's do hashtag intensity. Be like one of the, the apprentice team names. So intensity, hashtag intensity. Because that's what today was about. It was about getting in there with some intensity. No slow roll into this one. I want you to go for it. Remember, stick to the plan. Stick to the sessions as they, when they come out. Um, and you will get faster, okay? But if you argue with me, you might not. So there we go. That's my caveat. <laughs> so thanks again for joining me. Have a great day. Um, go shower. Make sure you cool down. Well, cool down, then shower. Whatever way around you want to do it. And I'll see you in the next video. Bye-bye. For more info and to check out the YouTube videos, go to rowalong.com.